The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hello, welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is the best-selling author of Duct Tape Marketing, Duct Tape Selling, The Commitment Engine, and The Referral Engine. His name is John Jantz. Go to ducttapemarketing.com to find out more. John, thank you very much for being on the show. Oh, my pleasure, John. John, as I just mentioned, you're the author of several marketing books. How did this happen? Well, it's pretty easy, Joe. You just start writing. Uh, and, and, and if you do it long enough, uh, and, and, uh, people start to like it, you, you eventually you've written a book. Now, I, I didn't start out, uh, my business thinking I want to write a book or I want to be an author. Uh, I knew that I wanted to, uh, get clients. I had a marketing consulting firm at the time and still do. I knew I wanted to get clients and it seemed very logical to me that, that if I put enough good content out there, people who had marketing challenges would eventually find it and, and hire me. Um, I continued that, uh, that process and was able to build a brand around my methodology, my point of view. And, and, um, certainly, um, at that point, the idea of a book really as a, if you almost think about it as a, a, a very long marketing brochure <laughs> was, was really, uh, what started creeping in. Then once I had built a, a brand and really built enough content and, and really had, documented my whole methodology of a book just seemed like a really logical next uh, step. And and it's certainly, if you have something worth saying uh, and that, uh, that will help people, I think it's certainly a great, it does end up proving to be a great marketing step. It's, it's led to uh, a great deal more speaking, uh, which has become a revenue stream and certainly attracts, I mean, almost every single day, somebody will write to us saying, Hey, I, I read your book and, and I'd like to talk to you about consulting. So it, uh, it, and there are a lot of people that, that write books for that reason alone. I'd like mm-hmm. to think that, uh, I, I'd like to think that my books have sold well enough now that I'm, I'm just the book itself is actually uh, influencing people in, in a positive way. Well, let's talk about some of your books, John, and some of the marketing wisdom that is in there. Uh, one of your books is called Duct Tape Marketing. What is that book all about? Yeah, that's actually my first book, and it was the the distillation, if you will, of, of 25 years of working with small businesses uh, in the field of marketing. And so I had uh, spent a great deal of time, probably the, the, the seven or eight years prior to that, uh, really trying to systemize this idea of marketing so that I could come into a small business owner and instead of just saying, what do you need? I, I'll try to help you. I could say, here's what I'm going to do. Here's uh, here's what you're going to do. Here are the results we hope to get. And, and by the way, here's what it costs. And really almost turn marketing consulting for small business into a product. And uh, and that's actually the genesis of the name Duct Tape Marketing. The, the book ended up being called that. But uh, but initially, the the system or my approach to marketing, I gave that, that brand name because I, I really did want to differentiate what I was doing. And uh, that's certainly an element that uh, that has led to a lot of notoriety and popularity of, of really my now my website and the name of my business and everything uh, turned into that uh, that brand as well. But uh, that book is is really a step by step guide for small business marketing, starting with strategy all the way through uh, planning and, and budgeting and, and all, all the steps in between. 
In the book, you talk about sticky marketing and how we need to make our marketing sticky. First of all, what does that mean? And then what are some ways that we can do that? Well, it's 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 obviously a play on you know people talk about sticky marketing, meaning that uh, that that your message attracts people and, and keeps them around. But obviously, it was a play on the tape uh, of duct tape uh, as well. So that's why it became a a, a, a term that you see throughout uh, the book because it it obviously made so much sense in that regard. And I think for a lot of people that that is one of their goals that their that their marketing is just not a one shot deal, but that it actually helps you build community. Uh, people that that want to continue to get your newsletter, people that want to see your content, people that want to share what you do in uh, social networks and and refer your business, and and so that that's a great deal of the emphasis of of this systematic approach is that it's it's seen as a long term game uh, as opposed to just the idea of the week. You also talk about a concept called the lead generation trio. What is that? Well, there again, I, I see a lot of businesses doing one thing to generate leads, uh, whether it's advertising or participating in social media or social networks. And uh, really, I say trio, but it could be six or seven things. But but really, the idea behind that is that you need to combine uh, a number of ways to generate leads. So it's uh, advertising and promotion. It's uh, it's public relations or, or earned media, uh, and it's, uh, it's a systematic approach to referral generation. Uh, really has to kind of work hand in hand in order to build the type of momentum that it really takes to to not only generate leads but to educate those leads and and to help them understand you know why you have the uh, the perfect solution for them. So earned media would be things like getting articles in magazines and well-read websites and TV and radio appearances that kind of thing. It's definitely you know we used to call it public relations in, in many cases uh, at least in the U.S. and mm-hmm. and it's really expanded I think because now everybody's a publisher and social networks and and people's ability to share or advocate your products and services or or, or because you've created a video that that uh, people think is is very either funny or informative uh, or educational in some manner that that people now have the ability and the willingness to share that. Um, is is another component of, of earned media that probably didn't exist just five years ago even. Your latest book, which you've just brought out very recently, is Duct Tape Selling. What is the big picture idea behind this book? Yeah, well, I, I, originally, I started out with to, to write that book, obviously, towards the professional salesperson. And that professional salesperson has really struggled, I think, with a lot of the changes that have gone on in the last few years because uh, now we as buyers have access to uh, great uh, loads of information. We, we tend to want to uh, start our search online, and we want to, uh, in, in many cases, even if we're going to finish and buy uh, from somebody uh, across the table or in our town, we're, we're coming to our decision in many cases uh, by looking at what other people are saying and reviews and what we find about your company and your products and services online. And so in some cases, eliminating uh, what what was the traditional need for the salesperson. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, I, I wrote this book uh, to, to suggest that I believe that today the professional salesperson, in a lot of cases, is still very necessary because I think that they can actually – uh, help us see problems in different ways. They can actually help us see things uh, and needs that we didn't even know exist. They can help us think bigger maybe about uh, some of our challenges, uh, but only if they get the opportunity to. Um, and so th- this book, the subtitle probably says it all, think like a marketer, sell like a superstar. And so what I'm imploring salespeople to do in this book is to get involved in that customer journey you know, much earlier than 
perhaps they did in the past or perhaps their company is even suggesting that they do, but that, that the superstar salespeople really look at uh, their building authority, building expertise, writing content, uh, building a, a, a an, an expert platform, speaking at conferences, that, that that's the way that they are going to actually stand out individually uh, and get uh, and get involved in that uh, buyer journey a little earlier. As it turns out, this uh, this book has really been received quite well by entrepreneurs and small business owners uh, as well uh, because it points out to maybe a a more personal way to to market and sell uh, and and probably the the most interesting thing is is the amount of very large organizations that have uh, begun to contact me and suggest that that this book really offers a lot in the way of getting marketing and sales uh, on the same page. So does this replace traditional sales or is there still a place for that? But this is the, you know, the marketing side almost sets the stage and assists before the close happens at the end. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't say that it replaces necessarily. I mean, the companies will always need uh, closed deals. and In many cases, they will always need people who can educate and provide insight uh, in the sales process. And, and, and in fact, I, I think most organizations, many organizations that, that, that do buy products will, will tell you that uh, one of the things that, that really has them remain loyal to an organization is, is the sales and service experience. And so I think that those roles will always have a place. Uh, I think that what this really suggests is that uh, there no longer can be this divide between sales and marketing, that they really have to uh, operate as one cohesive uh, extension uh, of one another. You also have a book called The Referral Engine, and in that book, you talk about the customer referral cycle, which is know, like, trust, try, buy, repeat, and refer. Could you guide us through the steps of this cycle? Yeah, and that, that idea is actually shown up in, in most of my books. It's probably the most significant concept, uh, I think, that I've created, and, and I actually um, have been uh, calling that for the last few years the the marketing hourglass okay. um, because I think it really does it does borrow heavily from the traditional marketing and sales funnel, uh, but the idea is that this this journey that I keep talking about this end to end journey that that really starts maybe with marketing and and, uh, and 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 then goes to sales and then ends maybe with service is that there is a so some there, there are stages, and that's each of those terms that you described: no, like, trust, try, buy, repeat, and refer. That 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 marketing is very, very, uh, I think, plays a very key role in obviously creating awareness and in giving people the opportunity to find more and in building trust. Uh, the salespeople then, in many cases, jump into uh, certainly part of the trust building phase, but then you know maybe there's the try phase and the, and the buying experience phase, and then in many cases the the service team will jump in uh, in a way that uh, that makes somebody a repeat buyer and and uh, gives them an experience that that, that often want that they want to refer to their friends, neighbors, and colleagues, and so. Uh, I talk about uh, the, these stages as being something we need to intentionally focus on. And instead of just focusing on creating demand, uh, that, that we look at these stages almost as, as behavior that we need to organize. And we find ways, be it uh, through processes or campaigns or actual products, to kind of logically move people uh, along that path. And my final question was in your book, called the commitment engine you talk about creating customer and employee loyalty built upon three important foundations would you mind telling us a little bit about that please well the 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 idea of that entire book uh, the subtitle again i think a lot of times uh, is is telling making work worth it and 
Uh, that book was, uh, I wrote really is, um, in many ways, a much more personal uh, book. It's not, it's not as much a uh, marketing book as it is really just a, a business guide, uh, if you will. And, and so I spent a lot of time talking about uh, clarity and culture and commitment, you know, as being elements that, that really are, end up being very attractive from a marketing standpoint. Um, and that, uh, that, that if you have a very clear sense of purpose in your business and why you do what you do and you attract uh, the people that come to work there uh, around that sense of purpose, and then you in- equip equip them to really build community around that sense of purpose. That uh, that that, that uh, I interviewed many companies in the business that, in the book. I'm sorry that uh, uh, that take that very approach. That they feel like their their internal staff and their sense of purpose are really their kind of guiding customer tenants and that the, the community they build around the, the organization really comes about just because people are very attracted to those uh, elements that they, they very publicly display. Do you have any examples, John, of companies that are doing this well? Well, the, that, that book, I intentionally stayed away from the, the apples and the zappos that, 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 uh, um, that, that everybody uh, calls to mind uh, because I don't think very many people can can actually relate to companies of that size, mm-hmm. uh, and so I, I I have a janitorial services company in the in the Midwest uh, in the United States that that um, uses uh, their their uh, dream manager program. So they, they they found that they had trouble attracting and keeping what is admittedly kind of low level uh, work um, and employees, and so they were really you know had t- tremendous turnover, like most businesses in that. Uh, uh, in that industry. And so they uh, decided that they were going to change everything about their business. They were going to make their business about making dreams come true and that, that every single employee was, uh, they were going to, when he came to work there, you had to identify a dream. It didn't matter how big or small. It could be get a GED or send your child to college or go on a vacation. Um, and then they had a manager whose job was to make sure that you went after that and made that happen in some fashion and set up a plan and set up your goals and, and work with that dream manager. And what they found was when, when they just did this little thing of kind of instilling the idea of having some hope and having some dreams, uh, that they found that, that people not only stayed uh, at the job, they did a better job with the work and they, they, they ultimately raised themselves up in many cases uh, to the point where they left the company but as opposed to leaving it just because they, they got fired or they didn't show up for a job, it's because they, they actually elevated themselves to a place where they could get what, what would, might be seen as a better job. And so they, they actually, uh, now this, this dream manager program that they created has been chronicled and, and copied and, and documented in organizations, uh, worldwide. And, and they will tell you that they, they have, created a company that, that's all about making dreams come true and, and disguised it as a janitorial services company. And it, it, it shows, uh, in, in who they're able to attract, who they're able to keep, uh, and their bottom line, uh, in terms of profit. And, and so there, that, there's a company that their sole, you know, driving sense of clarity is about making dreams come true or returning people to the ability to dream. Um, and that that's the filter for everything they do in their business. John, thank you so much for sharing that story with us and for all the incredible information that you've given us today. Where can we go to find out more about you, get more of your content, and where can we go to get your books? Well, sure. The um, the easiest place to find anything about what I'm doing is duct tape marketing, and that's D-U-C-T-T-A-P-E. 
marketing.com. We do have a site for this newest book uh, called Duct Tape Selling, and so that's just ducttapeselling.com. And uh, the book is available uh, really anywhere that uh, the books are sold. I, I know that uh, if for, for your UK listeners that uh, Amazon UK uh, has it in uh, both hardcover and in uh, uh, the Kindle version, and, and the audiobook is uh, on its way uh, sometime in uh, mid-June. Great, that's the end of today's show. Thanks everyone for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please help us out by leaving a review on iTunes. And finally, John, thank you very much for coming on the show. My pleasure. The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.